0: Time for Town Talk, our monthly review of accomplishments, issues, and celebrations involving the town of Wyndham brought to you at this time on the first Tuesday of every month by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Ash Street and Milk Street in Willimantic. PMR assists manufacturers and utilities to maximize their resources through scrap recovery. Mr. Jim Rivers, good morning and happy 2024 to you, my friend. Good morning, Wayne. It's good to be back in a new year. Yeah, well, let's bring back let's bring back the old year, and you kind of look back to what happened in the town of Wyndham on your watch in 2023, and what things stand out. Yeah,
1: you know, uh, could, we couldn't have had a better year, really. Uh, you know, of course, we're still rebounding from, I'll call it the uh, disruptions of COVID and the changes of lifestyle of COVID. I mean, I'll start with the community center, which was actually uh, opened uh, the year before, but we didn't have a full year and in. In 23, we saw. Our, great increases in participation, both the front and the back end of the community center, the senior center section. And then, of course, the recreation side of the building, uh, tremendous increases. We expanded to hours and programs. Uh, so that was a great success. And I think it confirmed that the investment that the community made in that center was uh, one of the best things the town has ever done. And I've had many people come up to me and tell me that. And uh, again, it, was, it wasn't my idea, and I, I, I took, uh, hopefully, a, a part in, in making it happen. But many people in town for, for decades tried to get that or something like that built. And but uh, last year was a really uh, a pivotal year for the community center. I think the, the second thing that really stands out for me is the financial performance. Uh, as they say, the chickens came home to roost for us in a positive way. We really saw the town... Uh, excel in a lot of different metrics that most people don't care about, they don't really pay attention to, doesn't really affect them day to day. But it does, in the end, affect their taxation and their quality of life and getting the services and better services, uh, you know, without having a big increase in taxes. And and we saw our bond rating go up as a result of years of good performance as well uh, to double A which is very good for our town with our, you know, our income levels uh, being what they are and some other challenges, but we have uh, terrific reserves. We saw us uh, you know, approach a number that, that is, uh, I'll say, on the top end of ranges that, that towns are expected to have for a rate call the Rainy Day Fund, uh, and that really helped us out financially. Um, we saw a revaluation uh, this, year, this last year uh, that was off the charts uh probably the highest increase from in a 5 year period that any town has have seen in Connecticut's history uh we're still trying to find a town that did you know had a higher uh increase in uh, property values overall uh we we were in that 60% range in 5 years that's a that's a huge number um and and that just reflects uh the changes of the tide here in in Windham. and uh and I and I put my hat off. I tip my hat to everybody. Um, this isn't the Jim River Show. Uh, there's a lot of uh, elected officials, volunteers that serve on our boards and commissions. Uh, Mayor DeVivo's leadership has been uh, excellent, and he, you know, we couldn't have done it without him and and his team uh, on the council. The Board of Finance is fantastic. Uh, board of Education seems to be doing really well over there right now and, and firing on all cylinders. So. Everything is just coming together, and I can't forget to mention the staff of the town of Wyndham. Um, you know, there's been a lot of changes in the last few years. A lot of people had reached that retirement age, and we switched out a lot of people in the last four or five years uh, that had been there for decades and decades, and, and to bring new staff in, train them up, takes a lot of work. Uh, but the new folks have really stepped up in the tradition of Wyndham and are and very dedicated and that word dedication, just, you know, yeah, they're talented, I get that, they perform well, but dedication is what you see in Wyndham that you don't see in all the other towns. There's a culture in Wyndham, before I got there, uh, that is people are dedicated. In other words, the lights never go off there. People are working around the clock uh, for the town of Wyndham, for the people of Wyndham, and that makes a big difference, uh, especially when resources are scarce, budgets are always scarce. And uh, they they just put it all in and give us all every day, and I I want to thank them. Uh, they make me look good. It's not me. I, I tell everybody I don't do anything. I just uh, I'm just the guy that gets the credit or the blame if something happens here. But um, the, the staff is outstanding anyway. Wayne, I mean, that's a that's kind of the recap for me on 23. I don't know if you have anything.
0: No, I'm just, just sitting back enjoying what you're saying there. Now you talked about credit or blame. All right, let's put back to twenty twenty three. Was there something in twenty twenty three that you got the blame for, Jim, that was a bad rap? Oh, that's a tough question. You, well, you know, let's just talk about that. Off air, before we went on the air five minutes ago, you were saying you like tough questions. Well, I just gave you one.
1: Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna be very frank. I'm gonna be very frank. It's uh it's the new year. Um I think sometimes uh, things happen in town that uh, people think I'm behind, but, uh, you know, they, they think that uh, 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 the thing that, that went maybe maybe a little sideways was uh, uh, we, we started new, uh, the new pads over there at uh, Rec Park, and some people thought that I was applying the fees to the pads, you know, the, uh, the food truck pads. And that that I uh, I put together this scheme to uh, squeeze out certain people or not squeeze out certain people, uh, and it, it wasn't my project. I didn't I didn't really have a whole lot to do with it. But I mean that's the worst thing. I think sometimes again uh, I, I'm the guy that as an example I'm the guy that gets blamed whether I'm I'm it or not. And uh, uh, but I take responsibility. Look anything my people do, anything my staff does, I take full responsibility. I'm going to back them up anyway. They they do a great job even when we get yelled at about some people don't like to pay fees, right? We raise fees, and people get upset about that. And, uh, you know, we haven't raised fees in this town for a long time. So I say the worst thing is when we raise fees, uh, people all look at me, and sometimes it's not me, you know, like the garage fees, the, the parking fees. You know, we gotta, we got to raise fees. I mean, we didn't raise the parking fees up for 10 years. And I'd say that's the worst thing that people were, or some people, but I think most people get it. You know, I mean, they're paying taxes, too. Uh, you know, if you don't, you, you know, the users don't pay fees, uh, then the taxpayers are, are left with the entire burden. So anyway, I think that's probably the worst thing is that we were, we're putting applying fees here that, that were, either weren't there before everything was free or it was too low. And we're still very low. If you look at our parking fees, you can't find a town that's, uh, you know, that we're not half their fees. So I think we're, we're still doing pretty good, but we're starting to gradually get people into what, what most towns look like. Um, you can't give everything away. So I guess maybe that's the worst thing for me.
0: Well, I'm glad I could ask you a tough question and you could uh, finally come up with an answer for it. I mean, you talked about COVID a moment ago and the recovery from COVID. Well, COVID is still around. Kind of give us a little update on what you find, what you hear is going on in town with COVID RSV and the flu.
1: So, you know, I am not a medical expert. I do not uh, try to be one. I, I, Take the information, and I try to make uh, make good decisions with the information that experts give me. Uh, I'm not getting a whole lot, to be honest with you. I think uh, uh, we're not seeing the attention; people aren't getting tested like they were, so the data is a little skewed, probably to the downside. Um, I hear a lot of people getting COVID, uh, but I hear a lot of people also not having serious symptoms. I think most, all of us at this point have some immunity, either from you I know, mean, I've had five shots. Uh, some kind of immunity that helps if even if you get these things they're they're not as bad more people are getting flu shots uh than they there used to be because of covid um so i'm hearing of the illness but i'm not hearing people as seriously ill but as far as the health department communicating with the town i'm not getting a lot of uh uh bells and whistles you know to to be really worried but that being said i think everybody should be vigilant uh covid is nothing to be messed with we know that already uh if you haven't been shot or had it you should make sure you get to your doctor and and find out what the best protection is uh i and i don't uh not getting a whole lot of communication from the health department in in the in any kind of panic or concern at this point
0: hey jim how's your uh, snow removal budget doing so far this season
1: now i knew you were going to ask me that question So
0: so you prepared an answer
1: this this time of year you always ask me that question so uh, the, the answer is easy. Uh, clearly, we have not used a lot of the snow removal budget this year. Uh, you know, as I've explained in the past, um, first of all, our budget is it's uh, money that we get from the state. We use our town aid road money uh, that the town gets, uh, about $300,000 a year in town aid road money. And that goes into a fund, and it and it revolves. So if we have a bad year... Uh, there might be a little money left over from the prior year, and we get through it without having to you know in, increase taxes on everyone and if it's a good year, it just it kind of builds up. so this is one of those years it looks like so far we're building up because we haven't had many storms. But even when we have a good winter, like last year there wasn't much of much snow, right? but there were a number of events where you still have to take the trucks out, you still have to put some salt and sand down, uh, and you might have to do that often, depending on you know conditions. so conditions aren't just no, it's not just snow removal it's also making the roads safe so last year was an average year believe it or not even when snow was below average because we still had to take the trucks out quite a few times this year we're not taking the trucks out a whole lot at all um not yet anyway and i guess the forecast doesn't look like we're going to see much of anything in the future but um again we're building up for another year last year we were kind of neutral uh, so we always have enough money for snow removal and it doesn't really impact the taxpayers directly on any given bad year or a good year for that matter.
0: What about a year that big snow events happen on weekends? Does that increase the budget a little bit because people are working maybe on overtime?
1: Yeah, sure. It's very hard to line storms up with the working hours of uh, of our team there. Um, it almost always results in some sort of overtime because you just can't squeeze in uh, the treatment of the roads you know, exactly with hours, you know, the hours of the staff. So uh, we almost always have, as a, res- that's a good question, Always every storm pretty much results in some overtime of some kind. But weekends can, can be more costly for sure because all of it's now uh, done on overtime.
0: Well, the handy-dandy WILI weather calendar says the average seasonal snowfall at Bradley is 51.7 inches. Bradley got 24.2 last year. So that goes to what you were talking about that we didn't get very much last year. All right. Let's turn the page to 2024. What do you have for goals for the town of Wyndham in 2024?
1: Well, I think first, uh, and probably on most people's minds right now, it's, we're getting through know, that revaluation that I talked about earlier, which, is, uh, which was a, a great thing to happen to our town to see everybody's property values go up. Uh, there's, there's some consequences to that. That means there's going to be a shift uh... in burden between the types of property Um so we have to manage that and with that increase in value comes a a large decrease in the tax mill rate so that's good uh... of course we want to see our mill rate to be as low as possible uh... but we have to get that right so that's going to be a more challenging budget year for the board of finance to make sure that we adjust that mill rate where it needs to be to uh... to not see a lot of impact on average to the taxpayers now as I explained a few times before about this uh, revaluation, some people are winners and some people are losers. Losers. That's what revaluation is all about. So you never hear from the people that get a benefit out of it. There are going to pe- have people in this town that are going to see their taxes go down. You're going to have people that see their taxes go up, and it depends on what type of property. It depends on how your revaluation was the last time we did it. Sometimes... Uh, it could have gone down the last time, and now it's making up for it this time. So we're going to have to – the challenge for us, uh, the goal is to try to minimize any impact to uh, taxpayers, even when the ones that have a larger increase in their value on average. But on average, we shouldn't see much of a tax increase to everybody. I don't see a big expenditure increase on uh, my side of the House, on the general government side of the House or the city. Uh, I don't think the uh, Board of Education is facing any large uh, – hurdles. Uh, they continue to get strong grants from the state of Connecticut, I think, this year. Uh, so we're we're in pretty good shape. So that's challenge number one. I think challenge number two is the America uh, Recovery Act funds are coming to an end here at the end of 24. We have to commit all the money, and commit, I mean, having a contract or an invoice or something from a project uh, to get that reimbursement or to get that money uh, as a grant from the federal government. So we have until the end of this year. Well, we've expended about half of it. A lot of it is in the pipeline, uh, but it takes a while to get projects done. So my team is going to really have to uh, put, put, it, you know, put their back into it and make sure that we get all the money we can spend on that recovery act. So what's on the docket there for the, the Recovery Act is that you haven't seen yet is big improvements to Lauder Park, specifically the Splash Park area, uh, I have asked for slides. I want to see slides there. We're going to try as much as we can to do that, uh, repair the, the park that's there, and to have better uh, restroom facilities uh, that go with the, uh, the, sl- the splash pad and any other amenities we can put there. That's, a, that's about a seven hundred, eight dollars $800,000 project there to renovate all of that and add some more features. Uh, the other big project, which is in the works, is – lighting at all of our sports complexes and fields. We're relighting places where the old bulbs are still there, the old type of lighting is there, to new LED. And then we're going to put some lighting in where there isn't any lighting now, like, uh, like Legion Field where the Little League is. We're in the process of trying to get some lighting over there. We have a lot of work to do. It's not just getting the lights and the pricing right. We also have to go through planning and zoning. Uh, so it's a whole process we should get that done without any trouble by the end of the year and again lighting uh, across the the uh, uh all the parks really there's going to be some lighting changes probably in most parks um and then of course there's gilson uh square gilson uh field there with the shaboo stages uh we have some sort of restroom project planned there uh we did not get very good pricing from our contractors we have one contractor that met our goal on our budget and we're working with that contractor. But uh, we've got to get some kind of more permanent restroom facilities. They were spending a lot of money on Portageons johns and that's just not not smart. Uh, also, more lighting there around the field. So when there's an event, if you've ever been in an event at night, when the lights go off on the stage, guess what? The field is pretty dark. Uh, so we're going to create some lighting that is low is uh, low-profile lighting that we can turn on when the shows are over. Uh, and not have to use a gasoline-generated uh, light tower to light the field up so people can get out of there safely. Those are the three big projects on the ARPA project. And then, of course, I'd say the third thing on our list for the for the 2024 year is just continue the economic development progress we've made and the momentum. You know, if you go back to, you know, five or six years ago when I came to Wyndham, I was, that was my first and number one goal was to, is to rejuvenate this ty- town resurrected as the the economic giant that it was many years ago, and it wasn't easy. Uh, and I'll be frank with everybody on air right now, and everybody knows this, nobody wanted to come to Wyndham. And we had to do some, some quick talking to get those first few people in the door. And once you get those first few people, Mr. Kelly is one of them, and I'm not happy with the progress he's been making over there, uh, but he was the catalyst to bring a lot of the other development that came to Wyndham, including the garage, by the way. Um, and, you know, we had people in town fighting us, and you could see why, you know, we suffered all those years for not get, making any progress. Some people were still fighting everything that we would bring onto the table, like, well, what else do you have, you know? Uh, this is what we got, you know? And if you if you get fussy, you get nothing. So anyway, that was, if you if you think about that progression from there to now, now people are coming to us. There's so much momentum. We don't have to uh, go out there begging people or, or trying to convince them. They're coming to us looking for spaces, looking for opportunities, and so it's a different, it's a different uh, program for us inside. Uh, we're really being more choosy. We've told some people this doesn't really fit our town. You might want to find another town to go do this. And uh, that uh, again, I'd say for 2024, uh, that transition is underway. We're still uh, seeing a lot of people interested and coming and investing in Wyndham. And you'll see in North Wyndham, as we've talked about, those projects are going to break ground. Uh, the gas station and the, and the car wash, uh, the gas station is a nice little country store, too, uh, along with the, the, the filling station. Um, and you're going to see just more and more of all the old properties being torn down or renovated and new things coming to Wyndham. We don't have too many spaces left. If you go up and down Main Street or, uh, that doesn't have a new owner or a project, or something kind of cooking in the background, it takes years. And I, I'm, I thank everybody for their patience, especially recently. I don't get a lot of complaints because uh, they can see that it does take time to get things done. I'd say those are the big things for 2024, Wayne. And, I, I, uh, you know, I, I really love working here in Wyndham. Uh, I get a lot of energy, as you can, as you can tell, by just talking about Wyndham. Uh, and it makes me go every day, and it makes staff go. Uh, but the folks in town have been fantastic. I get so many compliments about everything going on. It's it's just very heartwarming, and I'm glad to be here for another year.
0: And Jim, a month or two ago, you talked about the uh, facility across the street from us here, Murray on Main. You thought it might be open in January 2024. Is that still on schedule?
1: I have not spoken to anyone over there in a while, maybe a month or so, and I, I believe that they have rented some of those apartments. I don't know if they're yet occupied, uh, but they should be uh, occupied as of this month. That's what I was told, and I think there's nothing stopping them. You can see that there's that siding on the front there on the lower windows. Those are going to be huge, uh, beautiful glass windows, commercial-looking windows. There's a couple of commercial spaces on the lower floor. and But the glass, they get that jumbo glass, what they call jumbo. Uh, there's such a long pipeline. I think they've ordered that, that glass a year ago. Uh, They said, I think, April it was going to come in, but they knew it was going to take so long that they sighted the building there because it was going to be so long. And anybody that's trying to get glass, we had the same problem on the community center. Uh, The windows and the doors, you know, the commercial glass doors, uh, those are the things that were holding us up towards the end. Um, So that seems to be where we're still seeing supply chain issues is the glass and and doors and and things like that. So uh, I think everything else is a go over there as far as I know, Wayne.
0: Jim, you've had some staffing changes at the Recreation Department. You're lost, you've lost two really good people. Where does the process stand right now to bring in new people to the Rec Department? That's a
1: great question. We, have, uh, we went through the interview process. We had a number of good candidates uh, that applied and that we interviewed uh, uh, three of them. And uh, one of them we made an offer to and uh i I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say the name because I don't know that the individual has given their notice yet, but she is coming to us in the next few weeks. Uh, but I don't know where that stands, like I said, I don't want to reveal the name of the individual uh, because I think they were giving notice, but the the individual has accepted our offer, and we we will have a very good person uh it's I will say this it's a, tease everybody it's a lady so uh <laughs> That's the only information I'll give you right now. But in the next few days, we should be able to make an announcement on that. Uh, and, again, we're rebuilding the team over there. Uh, of course, we had a retirement. Uh, we had someone go on to another uh, opportunity, uh, not not another recreation uh, job, but a, a different opportunity, people that have been with us a very long time and, uh, you know, big shoes to fill. But, um, you know, we have to go on, and we're rebuilding over there, and that's uh, – and I thank everybody there for their patience and the people that have stayed behind uh, or are still there. They're doing double duty, trying to make everything go over there because people still want to swim. They still want to use the gym. Uh, they still want programs and leagues and things, and, and we're trying to get through it um, in the best we can. But it's very shortly, we're going to have new leadership over there, and I think everybody's going to be very happy with who he selected.
0: Yeah, rec department has lost Tara Calixo and Charlie O'Brias, among other people. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, There's a talk about a new consolidated grammar school. It almost sounds like you're taking the lead of what Mansfield has done. Where do things stand in that regard when it comes to Wyndham?
1: So a little background. So when we build schools, that's sort of a joint project between the Board of Education and the town. The town technically owns the school and the property, and think of the Board of Education as a triple net tenant where we don't get into what they do. They have to take care of the building. Uh, They kind of spec out the building. They have to give us the specifications, but in the end, the town owns it. So yes, there's a new project. I would say it's a new project. Once again, an old project that everybody dreamed about and should have done quite a while ago, and it seems to be coming to to fruition. Uh, I know the Board of Ed has had a number of meetings about this um, but we are, I think, very close to getting uh, a vote out there for the people to consider where all of our uh, or most of our uh, uh, grammar schools are consolidated into a brandy new school. We get very high reimbursement in Wyndham, and I, I often say to everyone, please take advantage of that while you have it. If we're successful, we may not get that reimbursement in the future. Rates are still pretty low, especially for the town of Wyndham on a long-term rate. Uh, and, and, again, with that high reimbursement and then the benefit of operational cost savings, of consolidating schools, uh, you, you're probably not going to cost the taxpayers anything on this, on this deal, on this particular uh, uh, project. So we're trying to get it done, and I know the Board of Education is anxious to do it. I know many of the uh, taxpayers and watchdogs have been wanting to do this for a long time. So, finally, I think this is a project that everybody can agree with needs to be done it'll be great for the children, of course, in the educational program in Wyndham. Uh, but certainly, I'm, you know, my finance wonk, it's a great project for, for finance, uh, the, the, the Board of Finance to consider, because it's really going to propel Wyndham, uh, you know, on costs and expenditures and, uh, and infrastructure, really going to help us out. So a great project to look forward to in 2024, Board of Education project and the town, joint effort. But you should see something on that in the next few months, I hope.
0: One last note, Jim, the electronic signs been there at Gilson Square at Jackson and Main. I love it. It's a good way to get the word out on programs. But There may be more electronic signs coming locally?
1: Part of the ARPA uh, projects, list of ARPA projects, are two more electronic signs that we're going to put on the, the other ends of town, so the west side and then north, North Windham. And we haven't picked out the locations exactly yet or firm those up. Uh, we'll have to go to planning and zoning to get that approved. Uh, as we did with the other sign. But I think we've demonstrated the sign on the corner has been a huge success. Again, a lot of apprehension when we put that sign in, but it's been a great success, and we're just going to add two more. They'll be tied together. The same messaging will go out, certainly for emergencies or any other important information the townspeople need to see. It's, been, it's the way of the future, and I think we've embraced it, and it's really, it really paid off for us. But, uh, yeah, two more signs coming this year as well.
0: Good stuff coming up in 2024 in Wyndham. Jim, great update. Thanks for joining me this morning. Thanks for having me, Wayne, as usual. Town Talk with Wyndham Town Manager Jim Rivers brought to you by Prime Materials Recovery with facilities on Milk Street, Nash Street in Willimantic. Learn more at pmrinc.com. 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.